We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotogrinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it is September 26th, it is 2022. We have four baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Riding solo today, only four games, so breaking it down here by myself. And uh, quick to the point podcast, this slate's interesting from a pitching perspective. We have plenty of hitters to choose from, but pitching is really interesting here um i mean gaussman against the yankees severino against toronto two of them you know more talented pitchers on the slate facing you know each other and just good offenses in general so talk about it break it down and as always appreciate everyone listening if you haven't checked out our sponsor make sure you head over there check them out it is sleeper they're crushing it over there um, I know a lot of people have played over there with fantasy season-long stuff, but they have their fantasy props, over-unders, um, you know, stuff that I've really gotten into. Um, I absolutely love it. Been jumping on this stuff early in the week and really trying to take advantage of early lines. Posted, um, I think, six or seven props over there on scores and odds this week. And for NFL this past week, anyway, and a lot of those lines move. So if you're looking to do some fantasy props, try to jump on that stuff early in the week. Um, like I know St. Brown was one of them. Had you bet him on Sunday, you wouldn't have hit the over. But if you took his line when it came out, um, you hit the over. So just take advantage of those numbers. They move quick. If you haven't checked out sleeper, use promo code grinders. We have a, Roto Grinders squad going over there on Sleeper. And if you use the promo code Grinders, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred bucks. Um, 
when people are posting in the squad, you can see it. And uh, if you want to copy it and play it as yourself, I mean, that's one cool thing about the squad. So if you like something you see, just copy it and take advantage of it. So let's jump into this baseball slate. We're get started here with Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Eight total in this game. Pittsburgh is a one. 40 favorites, Anderson against Contreras in this one. So it's really interesting. All these games start early. Uh, we have a 6.30 game and then three 7 o'clock games on the slate. So Contreras, uh, let's start Anderson, always on the visiting team. It is Monday or Sunday night, and either way, super tired. So Chase Anderson, 5X FIP on the season, has shown pretty good strikeout stuff here at 24%, walking people at a really high 14.5% clip. Draws a great matchup here uh, against Pittsburgh. The matchup, the ballpark, is fantastic. Um, Like you, I don't really want to play Chase Anderson, but on this slate at 6,300 against Pittsburgh, definitely in play for me today if you can get 17 to 20 fantasy points um i I mean that's a super solid outing so the fact that he's shown good strikeout stuff he's generating more ground balls he's facing a team that hits the ball on the ground a lot there are plenty of strikeouts in this lineup so uh no issues here with chase anderson Contreras on the other side i mean it's pretty much the same pitcher as chase anderson um you know x-tip around five strikeout rate around 22 percent Walk rate around 10%. His pitch count is all over the place. Um, I mean, neither one of these pitchers are probably going to go over 95 pitches, even if they're pitching well. Contreras, definitely a higher strikeout rate against righties. Should face at least five right-handed hitters in this lineup. So I think he's someone that is playable here. Uh, I mean, him and Anderson are basically the same pitcher, so I'll be looking at ownership and trying to decide which one I want to use in tournaments as my SP2 today. Up next, um, the batters, you know, looking at the Cincinnati bats, like I said, Contreras, much better against righties. Looking at the lefties here of uh, Friddle, he's definitely in play for me. Outside of him, though, I don't... I mean, Jake Fraley... I think he's okay. Um, you know, he's just been someone that's been struggling a little bit here, and uh, Fairchild has been hitting the ball okay. Fairchild is a righty. He's 2,300. If you want to take some shots on him, he should draw a good lineup spot. But, I mean, maybe not go too crazy here with Cincinnati with this game being in Pittsburgh, but definitely don't mind the lefties on the platoon. And I mean, Contreras gives up a lot of hard contact to righties. Um, so, I mean, if you did want to take a shot on Fairchild, um, it's not the craziest idea. As far as the Pittsburgh bats go throughout his career, Chase Anderson's been reverse splits. Um, and that really hasn't changed this year. 21% hard hit rate against lefties, 46% against righties, um, you know, generating so much more ground balls against left-handed hitters, uh, striking out lefties and righties around the same. So I don't have a ton of interest here in Pittsburgh. That's one of the reasons that I don't mind Anderson. If I was going to play some people here, it'd probably be Hayes or Reynolds or Cruz. Um, but not going out of my way to get some of these Pittsburgh bats. I, I Right now I'm leaning towards playing Anderson. Um, which 
I don't want to do, but <laughs> it's a four game slate and it makes a lot of sense here. Up next, we have Atlanta at Washington. Rice Elder going up against Corey Abbott. No total in this game yet. Um, Rice Elder getting another start here against the same team that he just faced last outing. Put up 18.6 DK points. Um, back-to-back good outings. It was Miami and Washington. Pitched well against Miami um, last month, earlier last month. And, I mean, has shown decent strikeout stuff. Miners this season in AAA, 22% Ks. More of a ground ball pitcher. Doesn't typically get blown up, which is nice um, with some strikeout stuff. So, facing Washington in Washington. He's another pitcher that I think is very playable here. His numbers do suggest that he's been getting a little lucky. Um, and, you know, maybe that was earlier this season and we've seen him bounce back here, but he's had some good matchups recently and I'm not saying Washington's not a good matchup. So um, on, on the, on the fringe, on the fringe um, Abbott on the other side of this game, I have no interest in Corey Abbott. Almost a 7x FIP, 18% Ks, 10% walks. I think Atlanta is the top stack on the slate. So no interest for me in Abbott. But love the Braves here. Um, Hopefully they keep hitting Harris in a good spot, even if Acuna comes back. He's someone that I really love in this matchup. Riley, Olsen, um, Contreras, Darno, whoever catches uh, Swanson if Acuna is out and he bats leadoff. So... Love Atlanta in this spot. Like I said, I think they're the top stack on the slate. And, I mean, you could potentially go two cheap pitchers and make sure you get all the good Atlanta bats here if you want to. But I, I think you're going to have enough value where you're not going to have to, you know, punt both pitchers. And I don't – I mean, not necessarily even punt. Um, On the Washington side, I mean, Elder, like I said, uh, he has run a little – on the good side here recently. So Manessis Voigt call um, trying to take some of this power in the middle of this lineup. Definitely could see, you know, looking at these guys, um, Alex call is 2200. So, I mean, if you're looking for a cheap bat in a game where he has a little bit of upside, um, you know, this has been a guy that has been consistently hitting um, throughout this whole month. So I definitely like him in this spot going up against elder. Yankees and Blue Jays, no total in this game. Like I said, it's expected to be um, Severino and Gaussman facing off in this one. Severino, 27.5% K rate on the season. Has been fantastic against right-handed hitters, which this lineup is very, very right-handed heavy. I give him the slight lean over Gaussman if you want to pay up for a stud pitcher here. He has... Faced this team three times this season, and he's averaging 18 and a half fantasy points against them. I like this spot. Like I said, he's going to face a lot of righties. He has a almost a 34% K rate against righties. He does a great job of generating soft contact. His hard to soft contact ratio is like 9% against righties. And I'm talking so much about righties. Is, I mean, there's a good chance that they have six, seven, even eight right-handed hitters in this lineup. So, I think Severino is in play here. I mean, the biggest thing that you're worried about is pitch count. Um, Only 64 pitches bouncing back. 
um, from the IL against Pittsburgh looked fantastic, but it was Pittsburgh. So I think he gets closer to 85 pitches here, which, I mean, on this small slate, I think he's playable. Gaussman's definitely going to get more pitches here. Gaussman, um, 10-3, 28%Ks, 4% walks on the season. The Yankees definitely have some strikeouts in this lineup with Stanton, Donaldson, um, Cabrera, even Torres and Judge. Gaussman, I think, has the highest ceiling on the slate, but he's also facing a team that you know gives him a pretty low floor um, in the Yankees. So, Again, I think it's a coin flip between Gaussman and Severino. Gaussman's going to get more pitches. I think the matchup's a little bit better um, for Severino. But, I mean, Gaussman is facing a higher strikeout you know, matchup as well. So maybe I lean Gaussman. Like, the more I, like, think through this whole decision between Severino and Gaussman, maybe I'm leaning Gaussman more um, and just hoping that if there's a home run or two, that he gets enough strikeouts and stuff to kind of help with that. So... The more I think about it, the more I think through it. Um, I think I'm leaning Gaussman over Severino here. Uh, bats here for the Yankees. Obviously, Aaron Judge. Very in play. The Yankees as a whole are playable here. I mean, Gaussman has been giving up a lot of home runs here recently. I mean, he's still going to strike people out, but I mean, if you can get a few home runs and score five or six runs and then get into the bullpen, I mean, you have ceiling the Yankees four games slate. I think we have to have some interest here in the Yankees. And then on the Toronto side, same kind of thing. I mean, both of these teams have the ceiling to win you a tournament. So I think you you have to have a little interest in both sides of this game from the perspective of, hey, I mean, you could potentially win a tournament with either of these teams. So, um, that's kind of it. We finish it out with Baltimore at Boston. Lyles against Seabold. Nine and a half total in this game. Um, for some reason, the Red Sox are a one thirty favorite. I mean, maybe just because they're at home, I guess. Um, looking at Jordan Lyles, he's seventy nine hundred. Um, I mean, it's not like the Red Sox yank. The Red Sox lineup is great, but I mean, this is just a spot where Jordan Lyles is likely to struggle. He's not a huge strikeout pitcher. This game's in Fenway. Um, Devers might be the best hitter on the slate in this spot. So, I mean, for me on Lyles, I'd rather take a pitcher from. The Cincinnati Pittsburgh game, or take a pitcher like the Atlanta pitcher, um, and just roll the dice on guys in better hitting or pitching environments. Uh, Connor Siebold here, you know, this will be his fifth starts. You know, good strikeout stuff in the minors this season: twenty-five percent strikeouts, twelve and a half percent swinging strikes. Good K per nine stuff, uh, just in general. Saw him pitch a little bit last year. I think it was only one start. Um, I mean, he's a top 10 prospect in the Red Sox organization, but he's not a huge prospect overall. He has struggled with fly balls in the minors. And I mean, that's the thing that worries me the most in this spot is just, you know, giving up fly balls in Fenway to Baltimore. So I think Baltimore 
bats are really interesting here. I don't think I'm going to play Seabold. But as far as the Baltimore bats go, I mean, it's a fly ball pitcher in Fenway. So, I mean, Rutschman is someone that I really like here. Um, Henderson is someone that has shown a lot of power, but more of a ground ball guy. So facing a fly ball pitcher is, you know, somewhat interesting. Santander, Mountcastle, Rutschman. Um, I definitely think that this is a spot you could stack uh, the Baltimore. So I might be looking at like pairing Baltimore um, with Atlanta and going from there and seeing what I can get pitching wise. Uh, I think that is, that is uh super fair on this slate. Um, just, I mean, it definitely offers a lot of upside with these two teams. So, Really like Adley Rutschman. I hate paying him a catcher, but on a slate like this, I think he's someone um, that could put up a big number. So ton of interest in him. Obviously, interest in Mullins and Santander. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely going to look and see what this lineup looks like, but a lot of interest in this spot against Seabold. And honestly, I have a ton of interest in the Red Sox. Um, Devers, Verdugo uh, for for those two guys, for sure. Um, want to see what the rest of the lineup looks like. The Red Sox can't go like super left-handed heavy, and Lyle's definitely worse against lefties, but he still doesn't strike out righties at a huge clip. So Xander, Bogarts, Fam has just struggled with strikeouts in general this season. So him in this spot is you know definitely interesting as well. I think that's kind of it. Um, no morning grind game today. With the short slates, I mean, my over 4K home run would be Austin Riley. My under 4K to get two hits would be Gunnar Henderson. So, and then my stack to score six or more runs would be, um, I think I got to go Atlanta. The pitching is just, I mean, if I had to take a guy, I guess I'm going to play the morning round game. If I had to take a guy to get six or more strikeouts under 8K, give me Chase, and- Chase Anderson. And my bus would be elder, I guess. It's going to wrap it up here for Monday. we we'll back. Big slate. Talking some baseball tomorrow. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. See you again tomorrow.